0: All right, it's October 8th and uh, I'm feeling good. When I say effervescent, maybe, if I was uh, the overwriter Gaston LaRue, but uh, I am not. so I would say I'm feeling fly. Um, the good news here, and I think what's got me feeling so good, is the Cliffs Notes thing is helping a lot. I wish I had known about these in high school. Um, it would have made it way easier to get through high school. I wonder who writes these. I wonder if I could get a gig writing Cliff's Notes. I mean, like a novelization for a movie is kind of reverse Cliff's Notes, I guess. You're taking a, a bare bones thing and expanding it. So I think I'd be able to just take something that was expanded and bare bonesify it. Although I guess to write a Cliff's Notes, you have to read the crappy books in order to do it. So maybe I should pass on that. Whoever writes these um, is not getting paid enough, though. That's what I'm sure of. Because in order... The, it's not about, like, the difficulty of what they're doing, but the service they're providing of uh, allowing our young people to not have to read this crap. A++. They deserve a raise. So chapter one of Phantom uh, opens up with a bunch of ballerinas all talking over each other. About seeing the phantom. You know, maybe I saw the phantom. You didn't see the phantom. Oh, yes, you did. Da 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 da. That seems pretty easy. Um, you just replace those dancers. I was thinking about um, the fly girls from In Living Color. I don't know what they're up to these days, but I feel like we could probably make it work. Just like update some of the dialogue and differentiate it. Lays the groundwork for the whole story and the phantom and everything. I might not need to change a whole lot here. Uh, so I, I gotta say a thanks to Gaston for that one. At least this time he's done it right. Plus, it, it gives us a good chance to put some nice sex appeal right up top in the movie, which I think is a great trailer bait, but also, uh, you know, just just gives us a punch right away. If you want a kid to be interested in Phantom of the Opera, and there's a, you know uh, attractive dancing woman. At the beginning, a bunch of them. That seems like a a great way to do that. So I'm calling that section finished here. Then we get to this plot point where there's these two guys who they own the theater that the Phantom is haunting and uh, they're retiring. So they're selling the theater to another pair. Um, This new pair doesn't believe in the phantom but the old pair does so they do whatever the phantom asks and sometimes he asks them to do ridiculous things like to reserve a box for him that he never seems to be in or stuff like that it seems like maybe he's just sort of throwing his power around so i think there's a really good comedy opportunity here in expanding this portion of the book and uh, maybe some comedy will will bring it to life a little bit more it does seem like Gaston LaRue sort of started this as a subplot, and then he just sort of dropped it at some point, which seems like kind of a bad habit of Gaston's as I go through this here. He gets all excited to write about like this comedy situation of these two guys taking over the, the theater, and then he sort of forgets that he was writing about it, or like he gets excited about a, a plot point, and then maybe he's not as excited anymore, so he just drops it. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but, uh, you know, and I, I have a tremendous benefit. I have the history. I'm looking back on this. It's Monday morning quarterback, like, a hundred years later. Um, but at the same time, I think I can write this wrong. I think I can correct the glaring errors of old Gaston's manuscript and really make this portion of the book sing. Do you see that pun I did there about the songs? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get in that songwriting mindset. So Now, I think what we really need, though, is like a great comedy duo for this, uh, this part. Well, we need two duos because we need the old people who are selling it and the younger duo who's buying it. Now, for the old duo, I'm thinking Eddie Murphy... And I would like for him to play both parts, both old men. Um, this might take some screen magic, but, you know, that's not up to me. I will just describe them as looking like, you know, Eddie Murphy in costume. And for the other pair, the younger pair, I'm picturing Bill Bellamy for sure. And then I was also thinking David Allen Greer. And we could really make them kind of an Abbott and Costello sort of pair. Although neither of them is fat, so that causes me a little bit of a problem. Uh, I wonder if David Allen Greer is willing to put on, like, an unhealthy amount of weight. Like, a lot. I'm going to make a note of that here and come back to it later.